0: Hey, it's Sky and welcome to our first ever podcast. I am so freaking excited to be sharing these conversations with you. My intention is that every single time that we come together, you start to feel more and more inspired to stand up and not only be you, but to give yourself full permission to do life your way. In today's podcast, we will discuss the impact of buying into the not good enough story and how this universal experience has become the barrier for so many of us in living a life with purpose. In this podcast, we will uncover some of the origins of the Not Good Enough story and start the conversation about how to reclaim your power over your life and the choices you make. Okay, let's get into it massive welcome to the podcast, Shamelessly Human. I am so freaking excited that you are here. This podcast is for you, the human who is so sick of buying in to this story that you're not good enough. That there's a right way to be human. That somehow those quirks, those perks, those imperfections that make you you are something that you need to hide from the world. This podcast is here to teach you that you are already good enough. That those parts of you that you've been hiding, that you've been making wrong they are what make you freaking awesome and this is your time to shine And have those parts of you come to life in this world. In this podcast, you will learn tools and strategies to support you in being the awesome flavor of human that I know you can be. If you have been sitting on the sidelines of life, if you have been buying into this belief that everybody else comes first... Or that in order to do anything, you have to be a certain way, look a certain way, act a certain way. You know, this is for you. This podcast is going to be your full permission to start rocking up as yourself. You know, as a clinical psychologist for almost 20 years, the struggle that I see from pretty much most of my clients is just this belief that their experience of life, their experience of being human is wrong. That there's something about them that they need to fix, delete or get rid of in order to have a life of happiness and to just be doing the things that they want to do. And it's just simply not true. If you are experiencing something, then guess what? Some other human on this planet is also experiencing the same thing. This podcast will bring you real, raw conversations from other humans so that you get to see that life is about being messy. It's about not getting it right. It's about feeling anxious, stuffing things up. It's about being weird, being quirky, being different. You know, how boring would this world be if we were all the freaking same? This podcast is about you. This podcast is for you. This podcast will teach you how to live your life shamelessly being human. So if you are ready... And if you are willing to shake things up, then I am here to support you in your growth and your journey in being human. All right, everyone, let's go. How many times a day do you get caught up in your thoughts? And if you really sat with it for a moment and paid attention, how many of those thoughts are actually positive? You know, the research has us believe that about 80% of our thoughts every day are negative. And if you actually pull that out and look at the core of all of your thoughts, chances are most of them come down to the fact that you believe that you're not good enough. You know, maybe for you, the story is around, I'm not a good enough parent. Maybe it's around I don't have a good enough body. Maybe it's I'm not a good enough partner. Maybe it's I'm not a good enough daughter or son. You know, maybe it's I'm not good enough at my job. I'm not good enough at uh, speaking in public or making choices or problem solving or dealing with money or insert anything your brain has ever thrown at you. You know, we all have a not good enough story. This story is actually universal There really isn't, you know, one person that I've met that doesn't have a story about not being enough. And here's the thing that I really want you to hear today is that firstly, this story is normal. You know, it's come about because of the way our brains are hardwired. And I'll get to that in a minute. But the second thing is, and this is something that maybe you don't know, and if you do, like high five to you, but this story, it doesn't have to mean anything. You know, it's there and we can hear it, but it doesn't get to, unless we let it make our choices in life for us. And if we don't understand this, and we don't know this, then you may very well be like me. And for a long time in my life, I was dictated by this story. You know, I I had this story because I've got ADHD, and I've got anxiety. And I had this, this idea that I was always too much for people. And that in order to be enough, I had to dull myself down. I had to kind of quieten and soften my voice, right? I had to not be so impulsive, not be so silly, not be so quirky, you know, not interrupt people, right? Because that's one of the things I do all of the time. Like you get to know me, I will interrupt you, right? I had to hide those parts of me that I thought were wrong because I wanted to be enough. I wanted people to like me. I wanted people to love me and I wanted to fit in. And we have this belief that if we hide those parts of us that we don't like, that we think are wrong, then somehow we'll become enough, people will like us and we'll feel happy. And you know what? It's a lie. All that happens in life when we chase this story around having to be enough, when we avoid, when we hide, all that happens is we feel more anxious, feel more depressed, feel more disheartened, resentful. That was one that come up for me. I got so angry that I had to hide these parts of me from other people. And then I would get in this really vicious cycle around, like I have to hide my parts and now I'm angry at you. And now I feel guilty for being angry. And it was like this vicious circle that would go round and round and round the merry-go-round, right? Like who can relate to that? Now, here's the thing. I want you to sit with it for a minute and I want you to get out your piece of paper and I want you to write down all the ways that you tell yourself that you're not enough. You know, maybe it's that you're not a good enough parent. Maybe you're not a good enough partner, good enough daughter, a good enough son, a good enough worker. Maybe you don't think you've got a good enough body. Maybe you don't think you've got a good enough voice and you want to sing. Maybe you don't think you're good enough at painting and you want to paint. Maybe you're like me, you don't think you're a good enough psychologist, you want to be a psychologist. Like, where in your life Are you having yourself for short and telling yourself you're not enough? You know, this story is really just come about because of the way that our brain is wired. You know, we have two kind of main parts to our brain that I talk about when I talk um, to my clients in therapy. And one of those parts of our brains is called our primitive brain. And this primitive brain has what's called a fight or flight response. And that fight or flight response, its only job is to keep you alive. And the way it tries to keep you alive as a mammal, right, and that I'll come back to that, but the way it tries to keep you alive as a mammal is to have you fit in and not be kicked out of your tribe. Now, if you think about, um, I just always use the word lions, right, like a, a, I think it's a pride, right, like a pride of lions, And they're hanging out together. And, you know, lions are mammals. They're exactly the same as us in terms of their primitive brain. Now, those lions want to fit in. They want to be part of that pride because if one of them gets kicked out, they will fall prey to something bigger and scarier than them. I know that's hard to believe because they're a lion, but they will. And then they will die. So our brains are wired for fitting in as the mammal because we as the mammals are one of um, the only animals that rely on each other to survive. So our brain says to us, if you don't fit in and if you get kicked out, you will die. And what we as humans have interpreted that to mean is if you get kicked out of your family, your friendships, your community, um, the group you're in, then you won't be liked anymore. You won't be loved anymore. You won't be accepted anymore. And this has become the driver for our not good enough story. If you're enjoying these conversations, we would love to have you in our Facebook group community, Shamelessly Human. This is a space where we all come together to laugh, to grow and to really just embrace the messiness of life together. So come and hang out, Shamelessly Human, the Facebook group. And remember, when you jump on in, please be sure to introduce yourself so that we get to see you as well. You know, if we look out into our environment, our environment acts as a mirror letting us know what is enough What is expected? What the criteria is in order to fit in? And sadly, we've become a society where looking anywhere on social media, you will see that there is always a way that you will fall very short. Maybe you look at social media and you're a size 14 and it mirrors back to you. You need to buy, like be a size eight to fit in. You know, maybe you look at social media and you see, you know, somebody who's got like, I don't know, the Range Rover and it mirrors back to you that your car's really, really shitty like mine and you're not going to fit in. You know, maybe you are a younger person and you've got a B on your uni assignment and you go and share it with someone and they reflect back to you that you should have put in more effort and got an A right? Maybe you go to try out for um, the soccer club and they reflect back to you that you're not up to standard for them. And that's reflecting again, your story. It's like, I'm not good enough. And then you go for a job interview and they say, you don't quite have the skills yet. And then I'm not good enough. And then you go to a parenting class and you hear parents talk about how they're doing a better job with their kids. And then you reflect back that I'm not good enough. Like you're hearing, hopefully what I'm saying is that our environment We are scanning it daily for evidence that can be mirrored back to us that has us believe that we are not enough. And then, sadly, what we do as humans is spend a lifetime caught up in this story that we have to be enough. And we work really, really hard to do one of two things. First thing is we hide the parts. We make everything small, hidden. We shrink everything that we perceive is not okay. And we put it away. And quite often those parts are the ones that make us unique. They're our superpowers. They're our gifts. And we're putting them on the shelf. And then the second thing we do is we kind of go, hmm, how do I change? How do I accommodate? How do I become something I'm not? In order to fit in and whether that's flogging yourself on the treadmill and you if you're like me you don't like the gym to become the size eight or whether it's you change what you wear to fit in or you change whether or not you use your voice so that people don't judge you or whether or not you change your career so you make everybody happy like whatever it is we start to accommodate in our choices in our life to make other people happy and have them have us but feel like we're enough. Does it work? I don't think so. What happens is, is that the more and more you try to become something that you're not, the worse you feel and the more you realize that you will never be enough. And there's a reason for this, is because when we start focusing on fitting in, What we're actually doing is trying to fit in with people who might not be our people, with jobs that might not be our job, with careers that might not be our career, with um a size for our body that might not be the size. Like we're trying to become something that maybe it just isn't us. You know, I had this lady um come and see me for therapy and she would come in and every week she would wear black. And she'd wear black again and again and again. And one day I said to her, I was like, wow, like you must really love black. Like every time I see you, like you're wearing black. And she looked at me and she started crying. And she said, I hate the color black. She said, I wear the color black because then I'm invisible and no one can tease me. She said, I love color. And I used to wear beautiful bright you know like really vivacious colors and people would always comment or they would laugh at her or they would have a go at her pink hair or her purple socks and so what she learned was what was mirrored to her was that's not okay we're going to withdraw our love and you need to change and so she did and I said to her how did you feel when you did that and she said I've lost myself and in that moment, what that kind of reinforced for me was that the more we buy into the story of never being enough, the more we believe that we have to be enough in order to be loved, the more off track we become, the more disconnected from ourselves we become, and the more disconnected we become from the people who will actually make us feel like we belong. And so what I said to her is if you, from today, chose one thing, that you could start doing, that would have you start moving the needle in the direction of who you wanted to be, of what felt good for you, of who you were, what would that be? And she said to me, I would wear a scarf. I would pick the brightest, loudest colored scarf and I would wear a scarf. And so I said to her, next time I see you, I'm hoping that you have that scarf on. And sure enough, the next time she came in, she wore the scarf. And you know what? That was the first time that I'd actually seen this woman. She was smiling and she laughed and she talked to me about being creative and drawing and painting. And I was like, oh my God, like I never knew this about you. Because here's what happens. The minute you buy into the story that you're not enough, the minute you start thinking that you have to fit in to be liked, loved and accepted, the minute you start hiding the parts of yourself is the minute you start to lose yourself. And that is when you won't find your people. And your people are the only ones that are going to have you feel like you belong. Because if you, you know, check in with Brené Brown, fitting in, which means accommodating me to make sure you won't reject me, is different to belonging, which is I can rock up as me and you love me. You know, that moment with that lady was the first time that I had seen her truly connect with me because she was able to be herself. So the next time you hear your story, around not being good enough the next time you feel yourself dulling yourself hiding those parts of you making yourself small I want you to stop and I want you to ask yourself in this moment if I was really honest with myself if I really dropped into my heart space my gut what would I be doing differently how would I be showing up differently How would I be being seen differently? And I want you to do that because you, the beautiful, epic human that you are, you, my dear, deserve to be seen.